Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I'm Ann Baldwin. It's great to have you with us today. As you can see, I'm flying solo. So, but we've got a great lineup for you today, and we're going to start this podcast with our first guest, and her name is Lisa Brown, and she is a in the dental assisting program at YTI Career Institute. Lisa, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Anne. It's Happy al- to be here. Oh, great. And it's always good to hear real stories, real success stories, I should say, and yours is one of those. So why definitely, don't we start definitely. with how it started? Um, what happened right after high school? What were you thinking you wanted to do? Yeah, so when I was a senior, going into being a senior in high school, I th- I really thought I wanted to go into the dental field. Um, the school I was attending, our county had a, um, a VOTEC program um, that you could attend during your senior year of high school. So that, um, as soon as I completed that program, I started working right away in an office. Um, so actually, the day after I graduated high school was my first day in the dental practice. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was, it was really fun um, just going right into it, and I dove headfirst into dental assisting. So did you like it? I mean, you had, you had said that, you know, you had this great opportunity in high school, and I think it's important to let people know, too, that there are a lot of opportunities out there for people that are in high school. Um, you know, if you look at the skilled trades, whether it's dental assisting, whether it's medical assisting, when it, whether it's any of the career skilled trades, um, they're out there, and there are options for people, if not in your high school, right when you get out of high school. So how much of a value was that to you? Because I'm sure that also saved you some money and your parents some money. It did. Absolutely. No, it was a great value. I loved being able to go that route. Um, Like you said, I saved so much money. Um, Was I positive that dental was exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my adult life? No, but I really had a passion for it. I really had um, this desire to try it out. And you know what? It stuck. And I, I love that pathway that I took. And you're right. I saved a lot of time. I saved um, a lot of, you know, wasted credits at a university or at a, you know, another school just doing gen eds and things like that. I just went right into dental, focused just on dental, and it really, it really paid off well for me. So what did you do after that? So you went to work in a practice. How long were you in mm-hmm. a dental practice? So I was a dental assistant for two years. And then after two years, I went back to school um, at night while I was still working to become an expanded function dental assistant. So it's kind of just the next step up. It gives you a little bit more flexibility to do a few more procedures in the office, um, work a little bit more solo. And then I worked for 14 years as an expanded function dental assistant. You know, sometimes I wonder when I'm at the dentist why I even need a dentist because the... (laughs) It's true. It really is true. (laughs) Because I'm like, I haven't seen the dentist and we've gotten a lot accomplished here. You know, it's kind of like a physician's assistant, you know, in in a doctor's office too. I mean, you play a very important role. And and that's the other thing I want to talk about. When it comes to the dental assisting program, it's not Mm -hmm. only your skill set, and I'm sure Mm -hmm. that you got some great training in some industry model labs, but it's also kind of that chair side manner. How important Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. and those people skills that come with that? Oh, those those skills are so important. I would even go on a limb to say that those skills are just as important as the actual dental skills. Knowing how to read a patient, read the room, knowing exactly what your doctor needs next, what the, the anticipation of, you know, what you're going to do to make this procedure go well for the patient and the doctor. It's all soft skills. It's all um, skills that we can't necessarily teach in a book, but we can try to um, 
reincorporate into the dental lab. Well, because let's face it, nobody really wants to be sitting in that dental chair, right? No, I mean, nope, it, not at all. It's not something that you look forward to usually. Um, no. So you so you have to kind of read people, and like you said, it's it's yeah. that you're the yeah. one that's there. You're the one that, while their mouth might be filled with gauze and numb, you mm -hmm. know, to kind of keep mm -hmm. the conversation going and keep that person feel yeah. comfortable. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to assume then after that, you probably got mm -hmm. married. I did. So during that process, I got married. I had two children, um, you know, and along with with having children, it it came with starting to work less and less with childcare and everything. Um, so when my youngest went to first grade, which was the first year that they go to school full time, I um, started teaching here at YTI. I started teaching as an adjunct first, just picking up a couple of classes here and there every week. Loved it. I dove right into that. Um, came on the following term as full time. And then um, about a year and a half later, I became the program director. Programs. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That you know, Thank that's you. a lot. Thank so you. you're you're at the YTI Career Institute York campus, correct? Correct. Yes, I've been at. Yes, I've been here um, since about October of 2020. That's great. So now let's kind of shift gears to that, if you yeah. will. So sure. the programs, you know, because of COVID, there's a lot of hybrid learning now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. yet York campus still has the industrial modeled labs. I got to tell you, when you mm -hmm. walk into those labs, it looks and even smells <laughs> just like a real dental office. Now, now I'm yes, not saying that's a bad yeah. thing, but kind of makes my teeth hurt when I walk in there. <laughs> so why don't you talk about the hybrid model? Yeah. And, and not only you, did you choose this career path to become an, mm -hmm. an instructor, but because mm -hmm. it gave you more flexibility, but talk about the, the flexibility that it also offers, you know, students in the program. Definitely. You know, we get so many students that, especially in a, in a post-COVID world, we get a lot of medical burnout. Honestly, we get a lot of nursing burnout. Um, people that were in the hospital setting in a nursing home setting during COVID, they're burnout, but they want to use those medical skills and that, um, that education that they currently have and still do something in the medical field. So dental is a really great choice for them. Um, these are people that are coming back for usually a second career. They're moms, they're wives. Um, they've done years in the workforce and they're just looking for something new and they feel like dental is a good fit because they can use a lot of those skills. Um, so our program is a hybrid program. It's 40 weeks total. And what happens is students will do all of their didactic or their online learning 100% um, online, and that's a 24-7 access. So if they're moms and they want to work while their kids are in school or if they have littles at home, they want to work when the, the you know, over nap time or after bedtime, they have 24-7 access to work on their schoolwork when it suits them. Um, and then they come to lab here at York either two days or two evenings a week for all of their hands-on competencies. So that's when we're taking what they're learning online and they are – um, doing it in the lab. Whatever they're learning, they're touching the instruments, they're learning how to, to assist the doctor, they're um, following up on that learning they did online, um, using their hands to further um, stimulate that educational process. And then the part of the program, too, is the externship, where I just love this. Yes. Because you, yeah. put, you yeah. put your students out into the real world, into a real practice. So talk about what a huge component that is of the dental assisting program. 
Yeah, so the last 10 weeks of the program is an externship, and this takes place in an office um, in their area. We put a lot of um, weight on the students to really find a practice or have us help them find a practice that really suits what they're looking for, whether it's a specialty or it's general dentistry. Um, we really work with them to find a good fit for them, and they work for 10 weeks in that office. Um, they're just they're working as dental assistants or they're working as sterilization techs, and they're you know doing front desk. They're they're doing every Thing that they would be doing as a dental assistant who was employed by that practice. And, and how many of these students um, actually get hired if they do a good job at their externship? A lot of them do, honestly. Um, a lot of them, these offices in a post-COVID world, they need people. You know, a lot of people left the dental field, like a lot of people left the medical nursing field. So these practices are really struggling. Um, they really need dental assistance. And if the students go in and, and do a great job, they get hired. I, I always tell the students, this is your 10-week working interview. So do well, and they'll if they need you, they will hire you. And yeah, I've make always it work. said that. You know, just pretend like it's your real job, yeah. and yep. give it 150 percent. And chances yep. are, whether it's an externship or an internship, you never know. The offer might be there at the end, and that's what you always strive Absolutely. for. And I know that um, Lisa, over time, you've had so many success stories. And I, and I just love the fact, and you must love the fact to see your graduates out there in the workforce working and fulfilling their career, but still being able to kind of weigh that balance of family and, and work life. I do. I love it. When I go in, I, I do a site visit for every extern. So during the 10 weeks while they're there, usually around halfway through, I'll go over to the office and just stop in and visit, make sure everything's going well. And you know, listen for any feedback from the office, um, make sure everything's going well for the student. And I love it when I run into previous students that are in offices. Sometimes I expect them to be there because I know that's where they're working. And sometimes they surprise me and say, oh, I didn't know you were here. That's amazing. And, you know, I love I love that. I love seeing them thrive in their, their chosen career. And I love being a part of that journey. Well, and it sounds like they're lucky to have you too as their instructor. And we just want to let people know that if you're interested, uh, classes are always starting. The best place to go for information um, for the dental assisting program or any of the programs that YTI Career Institute or Porter and Chester Institute offers is to go to their websites. So we'll put them up here, uh, yti.edu and porterchester.edu. Okay, Lisa, so before we let you go, if someone has a question mark in their head and they're kind of wondering, well, should I, should I change careers? Should I start a career? What is your advice for those folks? I mean, my advice is always that you are never too old to learn something new. Um, you know, I I just recently received my bachelor's and I am far past the age of, of when I would normally go to college. So never too old to learn something new. And it's 10 months. Um, you know, give it a try. Come visit a campus that's close by to you. See what we do. Meet the instructional team and just go for it. I mean, it's 10 months and you'll learn something new. 10 months is nothing in the whole span of life, right? It's just That's a little right, bitty yeah. blip. Well, I want to yeah. thank you so much. Lisa Brown, continued success to you and uh, a special thanks for giving these folks up in uh, York a great education. What a great conversation and what an inspiration you are. I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts and your expertise with us. So Lisa Brown, thank you very much. Thank you, Anne. It's been a great to be here. Absolutely. And of course, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Inside Career Technical Education.